are now tuned in to All Things Music, presented by Liquid Sound Records. Here are your hosts, Ryan Katz and Ian Illyrian. What is going on? Welcome to another new episode of the All Things Music podcast. Uh, sorry we've had a bit of a leave of absence, if you will, but as everybody knows by now, current events have just overwhelmed everyone's schedule. Um, the coronavirus, the pandemic has affected the entertainment industry as lo- along with all the industries, but uh, we will get into that. We actually have a guest coming on uh, later next month to talk about specifically how it's affecting the industry somebody who who does it every day um how you doing ian i'm doing good ryan katz how are you doing we're good we're doing our our six feet of of uh social distancing right now so um we're 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 being very careful here um what are you doing to keep busy during this break of just nothingness and and isolation self-quarantine uh well i'm working every day so you're an essential employee well, I, I got a quote here <clears throat> okay all right it's gonna be this my job calling me essential in quotations means as much about as much as a stripper telling me in quotations i'm her favorite <laughs> so that's about how i feel fair enough in a you nutshell. Know, it's, it's a really weird thing what's essential what's not essential and um Ian works with automobiles, and that is a... I'm a Hyundai specialist. There you go, and, and that is that is apparently essential. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair... How else if, are we going to win the World Rally Championship, man? Oh, the that's new, not with where the I was going at all with that one. <laughs> I'm just going to say, to be fair, if your car has an issue, you got to take it somewhere. Oh, know? yeah, and that too. My car yeah. needs service next week, so i got to you know do that too. Um so, uh, a couple of things of note before we get into it. I know everybody who listens is probably wondering, well, where's where's the Bad Omens interview? Well, uh, it was March 12th. Ian and I went up to the House of Blues, Cleveland, um, to interview. Every, everything was on schedule. We met with the tour manager. He's like, all right, we'll, we'll come out. We'll do a full hour-long interview with Bad Omens. And we were really pumped. And we're waiting there in the lobby. We probably waited for what a good hour in the lobby, and uh, more than that, more than that, almost two two hours. It was a while. And and uh, the tour manager, who by the way is Matt, uh, also the drummer of Bloodline, great guy, um, came out and said, "Hey, we just got word everything's canceled. We will get you back when we come in the market again." So uh, unfortunately, we did not get to have that interview. But uh, rest assured, that will happen when they come back. To the Cleveland, Akron, Canton, Columbus, etc. market. Um, the second announcement that I have is a is one that is very unfortunate, but Sonic Temple has officially been canceled by Danny Wimmer Presents. Uh, also, Epicenter and Welcome to Rockville have been canceled. Those are all April and May festivals. For obvious reasons. Um, some people might say, well, May is two months away. Uh, maybe it'll get better by then, but you have to understand that they send people in to start producing the event on site in March. That's how long it takes these events, these big tight, big time festivals to actually be organized. So 
they obviously couldn't do that right now with with the Ohio's uh, stay at home laws and you know flying people in from all over the country to do it just wasn't feasible. So we understand. Very disappointed. They originally wanted to postpone it. And when you do something like a major festival and you try to reschedule the date, well, you have to understand all the bands on the festival have other dates committed in July and August and such. So they couldn't do that either. So it just had to be outright canceled. With that being said, Louder Than Life is still happening. That is in September. And we will be there again. And what's really cool this year is they're making it a four-day festival. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are all bands. Uh, Metallica is actually headlining Thursday night. The whole bill hasn't been announced yet. As soon as it does, we will let you know uh, who's on, who's playing. We're really excited about that. So um, I think that's it. Do you have anything that I haven't covered that we need to catch up on before we dive into our countdown here? Uh, Not really. All right. Uh, Everything's pretty boring <laughs> pretty much man. except for animal crossing yeah we'll talk <laughs> about that for sure uh we're doing a uh, top 10 countdown we if, if those who have been following for a while uh we did a bunch of different top 10 countdowns uh last summer in regards to our favorite jo- subgenres of you know hip-hop pop metal uh, country if you can find those uh in the list of episodes for sure uh figured since we're all in quarantine one of the main things we're doing right now is playing video games so what better time to talk about our favorite video game soundtracks uh i want to qualify this with it having to be an original soundtrack i know a lot of people hit me up like tony hawk man tony hawk or dave mira like those are really good soundtracks for games but those aren't original those are just a bunch of bands that they chose to be played over the gameplay of that specific game. True. True. Uh, We're talking about music that was made deliberately for the video game. So whether it's symphonic, whether it's electronic, whether it's a band actually making a song for a video game's purpose, that's what we're doing right here. So we're going to go over our top 10. We're also going to talk about, obviously, the games themselves because a lot of these games... You probably would agree with this. A lot of these games would not be nearly as cool without the soundtrack that is included in the game. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, there's different human elements and hearing is one of them. So just like seeing. And sometimes, you know, if you have shitty music, but it's a great game and the gameplay is good, it's still, you know, the first thing I'm doing is turning off the audio. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think it makes the immersive experience better, whether it's, the actual gameplay or the skits in between or, or, or the intro or the main theme, whatever. It's, I think music is very important in, in this specific industry of gaming. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to let you go first, Ian. Uh, do you have your list ready? Uh, yes. All right. What is, is number 10 for you? It's going to be Stardew Valley.
So Stardew Valley is lit because because it's a great game <laughs> so that sounds like <laughs> honestly that sounds like a lullaby that i would play my seven month old no dude it's like <laughs> it's like this farming game rpg thing and like you go in the caves and battle monsters but also have like a farm and you talk to people you can like date the citizens and i'm gonna guess you play on pc no you literally can play on anything even okay. your phone but you play what do you play it on pc my okay. macbook my phone so does it like link up My so Nintendo you can like Switch. play on every console and it like saves your yeah, data? Yeah, and they nice. just release a multiplayer update so you can have like people come into like your village or whatever. When was this it's released? It's kind of like Animal Crossing except 16-bit. Okay, kinda. that makes sense, that makes sense. When was this released? Oh God, maybe four, okay. four or three years ago. So knowing your list and knowing my list, we're gonna we're going to see that there's definitely a small generational gap between my choices and yours. It'll be really interesting to dive into that. I've never heard this game. Um, oh, it's awesome. I looked up the YouTube gameplay. It looks pretty sweet. For Oh, yeah. It's the guy, the guy, one guy made it by himself, and it took him years, and he never made a game before. He never designed before, huh. before this. It's impressive. And then it was like this big hit. This is number one, like, selling game for like two years in, in a row. Shows how much uh, I, I've been under a rock not knowing that. Yeah, it's um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and the soundtrack goes with it because, like I said, it's a farming. Sure. So chill, yeah, it's like a it's really a chill game. right. It's one that you're just you don't need like this epic beat no. or this epic you know. And then when you are fighting like monsters in the caves, the music changes and becomes more like creepy. Okay. I don't know how to explain. No, it. that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So, um, awesome. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game. But, Play uh, it. It's good. It's worth it. It's only fifteen dollars, and it goes on bucks. sale for like five dollars all the time. So when you buy, when you have to buy it for each console that you play it on, yeah, well, it's kind of. A I mean, pain you have to do that butt. with any fucking game. When's the last time you played a video game? Well, like very recently, but I don't. I don't cross console my man. Games. I got a PS4, Xbox One, uh, Nintendo Switch, PC. Sure. I got literally all the consoles. And I've bought... I don't know if I'd ever... Yeah. I think I've bought Diablo 3 like five different times now. So here's the (laughs) the thing though. Like I I, I don't know if I'd ever have a game that is so addicting where I would buy it on multiple consoles. I mainly do it to play with my friends. Okay. My friend, you know, like, I don't know, my friends play on different consoles. So sometimes I rebuy things. So if you have it on PC, you can only play people on PC... But if you buy it on your well, phone, well, now I think you can do. Um, now I think you it's that game is cross-platform, and obviously the last right. year or two they're really starting to nail cross-platform. And Microsoft, for example, is really nailing cross-platform. What's nice about Microsoft too is they're importing all their Xbox games to PC. And for example, like I own the Xbox Live or the Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I actually don't. I haven't turned my Xbox on in like two years. But I play all my Xbox games on PC. Well, it makes sense, Microsoft. Yeah. You know, why haven't they done that sooner? I don't know, but they're starting to Better obviously be ever. a really big influx in the PC market, and mm-hmm. they obviously now, thank God, are starting to understand that. So, oh, Off topic here real quick. I mean, it's not super off topic, but with this whole quarantine that's been going on, we've the internet's been throttled and servers have been going crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, have you noticed... Oh, hell yeah. But have you noticed, like, it's is it better on PC? Is it better on PlayStation? Is it better... Is there a certain format well, that's that's quicker right now? PlayStation's always been known for problems because they're not 
server based like Xbox is, has their own dedicated servers right. in house. Why uh, doesn't PlayStation do that? I they might now. They've got the money. Um, <laughs> well, I don't really know the answer to that. Yeah. I just know that that's it is what it is, but right now everybody's getting hard hit hard and Xbox has never had issues up until this COVID-19 thing and right. they've been having major issues lately, which sucks because like me and my friends, for example, we play like a lot of Sea of Thieves. Right. And Sea of Thieves is Intense. Xbox server based game. And you yeah. literally cannot even log in at all. Ooh. Because most Still? games now most games now are server based, so like you or like online based, so you can't even play single player campaign without being logged in. And you can't log in right now. No, like at Gears all. of War well, for like a cup for like a day or okay, two, so yeah. Now for, they fixed it. Well they fix it now, but like right. for a day or two straight. And it's like, dude, when I have like 500 down on my internet, can, so like, can I, got, I like, say how 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 where our society is? Where it's not your fault. I'm talking more of a of a of a full spectrum thing where a day or two that we can't play a game and we're freaking out. Well, Isn't that it's crazy? Not even that freaking out. It's the fact that everything is based on our internet infrastructure. Yeah. And our government is too stupid to understand that and they won't do anything to improve well, the fucking aren't, infrastructure. Aren't you glad that they didn't do the uh what was the the uh a couple years ago there was that that was supposed to be voted on the internet uh, Oh law, yeah, but we or, don't care, but we're talking about having a virtual fucking wallet. Well bitch, how do you think that's supposed to well, work? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm, it gets me fired <laughs> You're good, dude. You're good. Uh, my number 10 is the opening theme of the game Ground Control. So, Ian, hearing that, I would like you to guess the year. Well, uh, it sounds like StarCraft, like the very first StarCraft. Okay. Um, I can see that. And that would be 2004? This actually predates that. This is 2000. Oh, so I was close. You're close. You're definitely close. I was almost at like... I was gonna say 2004 to maybe sure. like 1999 or something. Okay, that's that era of that sound. Oh, for sure. And actually, this game, for being a game in 2000, has exceptional graphics. I'll have to show you. Um, it's a very it's a train based strategy game where you are uh, like a, in a sci fi world in like year 3000 or whatever it is, and it's all uh, like sci fi military vehicles all different kinds and you make your way through this 3D map um, and you try you kill you try to do the objective whether it's destroy your enemy you go you to remember battle zone yes is it like that similar yeah 
Yeah. Because when you start to describe it, I'm like, battle zone. Right. Yeah, and it's cool. It's all all the characters are British, and they're all like really like intense. <laughs> um, it's a really fun game. I discovered. I don't even remember. Oh, you know what? PC Magazine. Back in the day, when I would when I would subscribe to PC Magazine. That's how I how I discovered uh, uh, the game, and I downloaded it or I bought it. <laughs> this dates me. Bought it at Best Buy. I think no. Yeah, maybe it was Circuit City. I don't remember. Um, but I did buy the game, hard copy, played it in my PC, really fun. Um, and then I got frustrated because I could never beat it because there was one level, like like level eight or nine or something. You you play like almost the entire game, and then there was one level you just couldn't, literally can't beat it. I don't know what I was doing wrong. I still own it. It's on Steam, so I got it on Steam, and I play it, and I still suck at it. So. Um, it's more of a nostalgia thing for me, but I definitely recommend it if you like strategy-based military games, especially sci-fi types. Um, yeah, that's... I don't know. That's more of a nostalgic thing uh, than anything else. So, yeah. Have you ever heard... Of, you've never heard Ground Control before? No. My, There's even a second one, Sounds like I've a UK version it. of Battlezone, man. Yeah. I would say that's kind of accurate. So, um, What is your number nine? My number nine... It's going to be, oh my God, my phone, hold on. Uh, my number nine is going to be Subnautica. Subnautica. like that man i love how that it's like that sonar glitchy glitchy yeah. spy it's like fil- 90s spy it's type like of sound. filtered a lot love that so why it's cool have you ever seen have you ever seen this game yes because you've recommended that i play it so i did look it up like, a, like so a actually what's funny is i've never played this i actually <laughs> just installed this game like literally two days ago so it's i've been can... out for like three or four years I can it, say with confidence that this will be the only game probably that's on, on either that I have not that because uh, all not the games played, I've played, but I've yeah. watched a million YouTube videos. So on why it. did you take so long to uh, download? It? I don't know. I really, I, I now that you have the time, it's just one of these things. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and I'm playing like through the right now. I'm playing um, obviously Sea of Thieves. I always fucking play mm-hmm. that. But then I play uh, right now. I'm playing through The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. I've heard a lot of good things oh, about so that far, game too. It's really good. Is that RPG. Uh, it's like Skyrim, okay, or Elder Scrolls, I should say, but right. a thousand times better. Because honestly, my opinion is Skyrim is fucking trash. Oh, you gonna just catch a lot like of heat for so that. So many people. But here. if you ever play The Witcher, you know what band has a song about Skyrim, right? Well, 
if you ever play The Witcher, <laughs> if you ever play The Witcher, Witcher, you're under, you're gonna understand. Okay, where uh, I'm it's on from. my list. It's on my Steam account, like in my cart. And, oh, it's and fifteen dollars right now, right. and you get both expansions. Oh, so it's actually okay. really worth it. Yeah, for the to buy it right now. Okay. I bought it. Oh my god, I'm telling. Do you. I need to? And I'm a big, it's... I'm a big Elder Scrolls fan. But this, I, I don't know if I could ever play Elder Scrolls again after playing so, this. Since it's Witcher three, I know we're getting off topic from Subnautica. Oh, it's fine. Um, but is wit is it a problem if I've never played one or two? Well, I've honestly never played The Witcher before. Okay, I've never so played you, one or two. It's not a problem. I've watched the Netflix series before I played any uh, of the games. So you know the storyline. So I know. So I yeah, the way that Netflix it works series. is The Witcher three is way after takes place way after the the Netflix series. Okay. So if you want a background, and if you're going to play on, I'm playing the game, I'd recommend watching Netflix series. It's fucking great. If anybody's listening wants to let me borrow their Netflix login info, please. I got rid of Netflix uh, at the new year because we got Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and all this other crap. And I need to watch that. And I also need to watch Ozark, which came out today, actually. Mm-hmm. Ozark Season 3. Yeah. So. Please, if anybody wants to give me their Netflix login information, that would be most appreciated. But uh, yes, okay, so that so, makes sense. So yeah, anyway, yeah. And then The Witcher 3 takes place. It's okay. fucking great. So anyway, back to Subnautica. Subnautica. Right. Subnautica. Yes, it's an underwater game. And it was basically, who is in, on Steam, it was like in beta or, no, it's not beta, it's when a game's in like before release and it's yeah. pre-release. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the name is. That's what they, yeah, I got what you're they saying. They call it like in development. You could buy the game while it's sure. in development. Anyway, um, so it was not like that. There was no storyline or anything. It was just you go, you get materials, um, and you make shit. Then they came out with an update and an expansion okay. recently. And now there's this crazy fucking story and stuff and all. It's really, really, really cool. How are the graphics? It's, I mean, it's really, it's, they're good. I mean, it's, it didn't come it's, out very long ago. Yeah, and it takes place all underwater. So, like, this filtered, like, music and mm-hmm. shit is perfect for the setting. Yes. And that's what I it's think. It's a submarine ish type it, of, yeah, yeah. Right. And I think that's what helps it, like, make it such a great game. Just like how Minecraft, for example, is the music is perfect for the setting. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, listen, when we're we're doing the these song clips here, we're not expecting you to be like, "Bro, that's freaking epic" because it's some of these aren't like epic. Some of them are just like soundscapes that really work well with the game. Right. Um some of them are epic, and this, but it, and this is a prime example. This right. and, and is a prime example of the soundtrack fitting the game. And when when I play it Finally, I'm probably gonna play it. Maybe I'll play some of it today. Mm. Just kind of see. But yeah, it's I've watched a thousand videos That's on cool. this game, but I've never played. It. Right. But it, I love the music. That's cool. Yeah. And the other thing I want to say is, right now we're we've both done two games, and I would say both all the games we've done so far are pretty unknown. But as we go along in the countdown, some of these other games are going to be more well known. So don't just tune out now thinking you're never going to hear your your favorite soundtrack because they're coming. We're in the top ten and nine right now. So. uh don't worry, they're coming. Uh, speaking of my number nine, this is one that people my age definitely know. This is from SimCity 3000.
So, game soundtrack or not, I just love listening to that type of music, freestyle jazz. It's yeah. so relaxing, and it's really intricate musically and different time signatures using a lot of different instruments. Um, but for those of you that don't know, SimCity 3000 or SimCity games in general are... They came before The Sims because it's the same. It's the same company that made them both. Matt Maxis. Yes, and uh, you would essentially be a city planner. You'd create a downtown. You'd create the suburbs. You'd create the farmlands before Farmville and all that stuff. Like this was the game to build your metropolis, and uh, it was fucking phenomenal. It was really I mean, cool. This game was way ahead of its time. Really was. This I think this one came out in two thousand as well. Um, and you, you would do things as intricate as, as raise taxes or as do community initiatives thing. I know it sounds kind of vanilla, but it was really fun to like create your own city. And I always remembered when I was like sick of my city, you could create natural disasters. So I'd be like, Oh, tornado time, tornado rips through the city. Oh, got to rebuild. Um, you could call the cops on people. There'd be like a bank robbery. You could do riots in the streets. Um, you could just build your city normally and then let it and let it thrive. Uh, I don't know. When I played it, I was like 11 or 12 years old, and I just found that so fascinating. Um, and I would probably play it again if I had it still. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and the music itself, because <laughs> again, you're not doing anything extraordinarily epic building and planning a city so to have smooth jazz or freestyle jazz or just piano ballads really nice relaxing music helps you focus on what you're doing in the game so i think it's a really good complement to the the objective of the game overall do you play SimCity in your time too oh yeah yeah a lot a lot of fun and the sims and, right. and maxis uh games in general i love the Sims. Um, what was the expansion? It was the. It was like the fourth one with the the heart, the Valentine's expansion or the sexy expansion. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, so you could find all your chicks before you know. Yeah, you know it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that was a fun game too. And I always did the cheat code where you get like a million dollars at the beginning, so you could just do whatever you want. Um, I know it's so stupid, but people still play The Sims too. It's like a popular My thing right now. Plays it all the time. Really. Is it still the same feel, or is it is it a little bit different now? I'm. It's the same, just more right. shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Better graphics, kind of. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, SimCity's still around too. They just call it something different. Right. It's a different company that makes it, but it's essentially mm, it's probably not the same. Well, it's then. made up from the old company, but they got bought out by EA and then made a different one to okay. get out from under EA or well. something like that. When you get bought up by EA, that is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. So, as we know, or a curse. Um, cough, battlefront, cough. Dice. <laughs> yeah. Well, EA is starting to come around, so we'll see. That's good. They're That's starting good to understand sure. that companies need to do their shit without their no microtransactions. No more loot boxes. And, yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, we got number eight from you. What is your number eight? My number eight. God damn, I should have been prepared for this. <laughs> um, my number eight is going to be... Let's see. Minecraft.
I can't tell me that if you heard this, you did not know what it was. And for that reason... I think it was some like horror movie type of thing, honestly. Oh, shit, it so could eerie. be if a creeper pulls up on <laughs> I mean, listen, when I was downloading this clip, because I know nothing about Minecraft. That what? is not my generation. This is not my thing. I'm not a Minecraft oh guy. Oh, my anyway. God, I probably have an obscene yeah. amount of hours in this game. I'm sure you do. So when I I was looking at, like, okay, they have different songs that are played throughout. Like, this would be a, a song called Key in Minecraft. There's a couple of different yeah, ones. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're, like, starting to go down into a cave. Okay. They play this. And I was like, okay, that's kind of chill. Let me see if there's one that's a little more upbeat. And I was kept going through all the tracks. Like, they're all the same. They're all <laughs> like this. And I'm like, okay. Like, explain to me why this is so good for the game. I mean, it's your number seven. It, 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 there's got to be something it's, that you like about it. This game is fucking it. great, man. And the music, they, again, this music is the perfect setting for the game because the game is literally nothing but mining blocks and building shit and killing creatures, traveling nether, da-da-da-da-da, you know. But what makes but, this game so popular because there are other games just like it. Like with You that, can do whatever the fuck you want. And it's chill. It's relaxing, man. And why do music, kids love it? Like all the little kids. Not... I think for them, everybody, but. dude. Like everybody. Yeah. Like this Not came me. out. This <laughs> came out when I was like a sophomore in high school. I still play it to this day, all the time, and a lot of my friends do too. So I guess this is your number eight, not number seven. This is like a universal game that everybody likes. Okay. Unlike that's, Fortnite. That's ex- you know, Fortnite's me. for the kids. Minecraft is not. Okay. Yeah, but adults play Fortnite. There's like a bunch of e-gamers that play Fortnite. Yeah. Well. No? Am no. I wrong? Yeah, anybody who really plays games for real, shit, I don't know, man. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of Fortnite. All right, if you are 25 and older and play Minecraft, please let us know, because I'm curious. I started with PUBG, and, and and you know, I don't know. I, I, well, yeah. Listen, no, in regards to shooters, I think that people our age are more likely to play Call of Duty than... Fortnite? Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe this is the PC elitist in me coming mm, out. No. But Call Fair of Duty enough. is good. Yeah, the new one's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, We're very we, impressed with it. Have you played, played Warzone yet? By the way, yeah, we've I haven't played, played that yet. We've played it a lot, but um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I know nothing about Minecraft, so take what I say with a grain of salt. It's interesting to. See that this is a choice for a favorite soundtrack just because it's so ambiguous. But again, at it's just iconic. Yeah. It's it's iconic, okay. man. Like dude, there there's the majority of our population, the second they heard the first note, they'd be like, Psh, Oh, I, I have no doubts. I have no doubts. That's probably a hundred percent correct. Um <laughs> my number eight, this is a definitely a generational game. This is Jet Set Radio Future.
So millennials right now are pumped as hell listening to this because this is a game that was an Xbox original staple. Um, it's like kind of like cyberpunk meets uh, anime. Like it's a very uh, specific kind of 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 graphics and you are in this gang of skaters like, like inline skaters skateboarders <laughs> sounds like my real life dude every it, every pass that's why sentence. i'm surprised that you've never heard this game before because this is up your alley and you would like tag walls and like cover up other gangs stuff and do like really really cool fun quirky little things in this cyberpunk reality um and all the music is all breakbeat EDM type of, of, of tunes. And this came out in 2003 or 2004. I got the demo version that came with my Xbox original. So I played it a lot. And it was just it's just so much fun. And for the time, the graphics are really good. Now I look back on it and I'm like, oh, that's what they looked like. But um, Jet Set Radio Future is, was, was a massive deal when it came out for that era. Um, yeah, just so much fun. So cool. Imagine kids now trying to plug in yellow, white, and red cables. <laughs> you started not talking wrong. about Xbox original life. So you know, thinking about like You know what confused man. me is when they went from red, yellow, and white to like the blue, green. Uh, yeah. Nobody ever used that stuff. shit, dog. Nobody ever used I that. I did when I had three sixty. There's no fucking difference, man. No? I didn't think so. It looked the sh- fucking same to me. I guess. I don't know. I always plugged them in. I figured it out. Google figured out how to do it. But, you know, now we just got HDMI. And yeah, shit. One cable for bingo. everything. Right. Um, yeah. a thousand times better. Yeah. So uh, I don't now really I have... use DisplayPort. Do you know what DisplayPort no, is? No, I don't. Yeah, DisplayPort's like they put them on GPUs and stuff like for PCs now. Okay. And I won't. I wouldn't be surprised if... We start switching over to DisplayPort or you, maybe even USB-C so the new for X- video. Well, and the new Xbox is coming audio. out later this year. If, if if everything holds, we don't know with all this coronavirus stuff what's going on with scheduling. But it's supposed to come out like November. Um, so maybe they'll use a new maybe yeah, USB-C or something like that. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if we started using USB-C for video and audio. Mm-hmm. All, we were just watching, watching some car videos. Cars are doing that now. They're going from regular Hell, USB yeah. to USB-C now. So I think that's the trend. Yep. And soon it'll be like USB-C. Everything. And it'll everything. be like a plug. Like because they keep shortening the the uh, inputs. It'll be like a a little. It'll be like a uh, what what do I have audio, on the sound bar here? Audio um, audio jack optic? sixteen. Yeah, optic. Yes, it'll be like that. So, yeah. Okay. I don't really have much else to say about this game. It's amazing. If you have never heard of Jet Set Radio Future, please YouTube the gameplay. You will be thoroughly yeah. impressed with it. Um, it's just a fun, fun, fun time. So. Your number seven is Donkey Kong Country.
Now you can't tell me that shit wasn't lit, dude. Well, anything 8-bit, honestly, will trigger some sort of nostalgia, even if I never played the game, just because that's what You've it never is. played this game? I don't think I've Bruh. played this one. I have, like I said, I have Donkey Kong for Game Boy, but I don't think it was Donkey Kong Country. It's so good. I don't man. remember. It was Game Boy Color. That's all I remember. Sometime um, you'll have to come over and play on my Super Nintendo. We'll play this game. All right. It's I'm fun. game. I'm totally game for that. Um, yeah, I, Donkey Kong is obviously a classic. Uh, you said that you have this one for Super Nintendo, so. Yep. My uh, original. Super Nintendo, and I have the new uh, digital one for HDMI. That's one I play a lot. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because it's got the high you just... def graphics. Oh, I actually have three copies because okay. I have it on my Switch, too. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that's something I feel like I really need to invest in because with this quarantine, everybody is telling, oh, this is my Switch code, bro. Come Dude, join me on you Switch. can't find a Switch anywhere now. You're no. shit out of luck. Is it that hard to buy them? You can't find one for... 300 no, nobody has them in the whole country pretty much they just sold out like the yeah they're out wow. animal crossing um, which, which we'll is awesome we'll get to um yeah okay i uh i don't know donkey kong sweet i have nothing to say about it other than that's the kind of music you'd want with a game like that um so yeah you have anything else to say about donkey kong no i mean you should pretty know about Don yeah, to the point. donkey kong so Cool. Uh, what are we on for me? Let me check my numbers here. Uh, number seven for me is Shogun Total War. So for those that don't know about the Total War video game series is it's essentially you're in a certain era of history and you control a historically famous army. That's not entirely true. What, they have future ones? Well, they have Warhammer and that's not... Okay, fine. <laughs> it, some are fictional, but Which is most the best of one, them by are the way. real. It's the best one. I haven't played that one. Um, my favorite is Shogun Total War because for, for me... I love Japanese history and Japanese military stuff. Um, so in this game in particular, you this is in the 19th century Japan, and they're all you have the map of Japan, and it's all broken down by provinces, and you have a certain dynasty uh, that you try to conquer the other dynasties, and when you conquer the entire country of Japan, you win the game. Um, and it's 3D from an aerial perspective, you have your your cavalry, you have your your swordsmen, you have your frontline guys, and you you really just organize everybody um, in a military style format to win the battle. Whether it's using the terrain, you know, uh, I would relate to this. If you've ever read the Art of War by Sun Tzu, 
Um, you use that a lot, higher ground, you know, different uh, battle tactics. It's fun. It's a smart game to play. Um, you can't just kind of go and dive in and just charge all your guys into the other people's army. It just doesn't work that way. You have to be very strategic with how you win the battles. And if you lose the battles, then you lose part of the land. So it takes a long time to play because you're not going to win every single battle every single time. Um, so, yeah, I like this uh, soundtrack because... Japanese, Mongolian, Chinese, etc. Asian style music, Eastern Asian music is so cool. Even when I go to a Chinese restaurant and they're playing like cool stuff, it's just it's I love that style of music. I don't know. You like that stuff? <laughs> no? It's Maybe. all right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's a little quirk of mine, I guess. You were saying while it was playing it sounded like a trap beat because it, it kinda did. Like uh, that's the, probably why you like it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You probably like it because it's clap, 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 clap. clap. Yeah, I got the clap. Yeah, but I like the Mongolian throat singing. The, oh, oh <laughs> that stuff's sweet, man. Um, so yeah, that's why I have that on my list. Uh, I still have the game. I don't play it often, but I should dive back into that one because that's a fun one to play. Hell yeah, brother! And like I said, they have other. They have Rome. They have what you could probably fill in the blanks. They have. Uh, I think they have like American Revolution. Um, and they have a medieval one. Um, so yeah, they got everything. So if you're really into like historic wartime gameplay, uh, I highly recommend the Total War series. Ian, we are down to number six. What is your number six? Starcraft. That's pretty cool. Um, the year it came out was two thousand four. No, 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 no. I'm gonna no. look this up while we're thinking. I think two thousand two, two thousand three, because it came out before World of Warcraft. Is it a turn-based game? Hell no, it's what? RTS. Okay. Um, Starcraft Science Media franchise. It's not really telling me. Uh, first release was March thirty first, nineteen ninety eight. Damn. Yes. So. Maybe it was. Yeah, wow. It, that's oh, I thought it was because my stepdad used to play it a lot when I was really little. He would play it on, know, on his I computer. I remember exact year. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember going to Best Buy with my dad, and my dad bought this. My dad never even really played it. I played it. Okay. But I I even remember <clears throat> the day that we bought it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's a, it's a classic game for anybody who's who's played a computer game. I mean, it's up there with Unreal. It's up there with. With just games that you had to have in that era for your for your yep. computer. If anybody wants to play me in this game, let me know because I'll whoop your ass. So you're still, I'm you're handing still out play? free ass whoopings. You still play? Hell yeah! Okay. This is, if you want to challenge me, Age of Empires, this <laughs> Warcraft. You let me know. 
I know because Shigoki, I'm, I'm Shigoki probably here. wants to challenge Oh, the Shigoki <laughs> will get his ass handed to him. He knows that. I've done it multiple times. I'm the only one that can beat him out of all his friends. So okay. I'm just saying now, you want a free ass whooping? Let me know. I'll get. I'll. I gotta give you my my battle It is real now in the my, Starcraft my Steam universe. Account. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I want to be beaten, man. Do the graphics still hold up today? They uh they actually so the first game they remastered. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And the second one. The second one's really good. It. The problem I have with the second one, and maybe it's a problem with something I have going on, but I see it seems to glitch out a lot on the internet. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't why. know. Maybe I'll try be. it again see if it is fixed, but your favorite word. Yeah. What? Latency. <laughs> latency. I always Whatever. give you latency, shit for that. Latency. <laughs> Whatever, man. All right, cool. Yeah, Hell StarCraft, yeah. if you have not check it out, check it out. If, if you're you a younger ass whooping, if you're a younger listener, <laughs> then I highly recommend going on YouTube and looking at the gameplay. Yeah. I I here's the thing about younger Gamers. Oh, they don't know shit about RTS. No, but but here's 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 the thing that I'm finding actually as a positive. It used to be that younger gamers, if they saw a game with shitty graphics, they would throw it out immediately and say, "Forget it." It's not that case anymore because a lot of these new games like have Stardew remedial Va- graphics, like Stardew Valley or Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. So I I feel like that stigma's kind of gone, which is nice. Well, yeah, and, and there's there's a re- big revitalization in retro gaming. Right. Especially, which I, because it's kind of elusive, so I think it attracts a lot of younger people. But Makes that's sense. a different story. Makes for sense. A different day. Sure, yeah. sure. Okay, uh, I've got a PlayStation original classic coming at you now. This is Tekken Three. Tekken 3, the best Tekken. Everyone will agree with that one. Um, and my possibly unpopular opinion here, Tekken, better than Mortal Kombat. Um, I just... Street Fighter forever. Akuma! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Street Fighter's dope, but Tekken just had something that these other games... Fucking Yoshimitsu, dude. Like, the best character in any fighter game ever. Do you like Super Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I fucking love Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. What's that have to do with this? I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about fighting games, man. Yeah, sure. No, well, I mean, you said, and then you said Tekken is the best fighting game, so I've just out here thrown out options. Well, okay, I wouldn't consider Super Smash Brothers and Tekken in the same genre of game. 
Uh, no, because you, you go okay. you pick a character. Yeah. Oh, wait. If I talk about it, it's going to sound like yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's hear it. So let's hear it. Let's describe okay, I was gonna say, the If you pick games. a character, you pick a level, and you fight another character. Well, I guess you do that in Super Smash, too. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but for those listening who know both games. I think you're just games, talking out your ass. For, for those listening that know both games, it's easy to see that there's a vast difference in both of them. However, I don't know. So, like, oh, what was the other guy? Eddie. Remember character Eddie at all? He did the the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, like, they had a character for each type of martial mm-hmm. arts, which was really, really cool. I always liked Yoshimitsu because he had the uh, sabers, the swords. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Sean216 because when I started producing EDM, him and I made a big room house track called Yoshimitsu, and it was dope as hell. So shout out Sean216 for that. Um, really cool game. One of those games that you would lick your finger, lick your thumb, and just button Don't do mash. that now. No, don't do that now. Please don't do that now. <laughs> but back in the 90s or 2000s when I played this game, I'd lick my thumb, and I would just button mash the crazy oh out of the controller. God. Oh, I would kick butt, though. I would do all these specials, and I didn't know actually how to do them, you know, the combinations, but I just fell into them, and ah, uh, so cool. That's what they call getting lucky. Hell yeah. And then you would play you you you'd play against every character, and when you beat every character, you'd play the boss. And it was like this dude with this... This, like this giant guy with this little guy on his shoulders and you had to like I don't know it's crazy so much fun um, so yeah Tekken is uh, amazing what is your what number are we on six here five five well, hold on one <laughs> I think we're on five okay. ten nine eight no we're on six no we're on five <laughs> hold on I have to look at my list to confirm we are a hot mess here you are right we are on number five so, what is your number five? My number five. It's going to be Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bring me the New Horizons. This shit hot blast, boy. <laughs> so, okay, explain to me what this is literally as we record on March 27th, 2020. This is the most hyped saw or hyped video game right now at this moment. Why is it so hyped? It's fucking awesome. Well, explain to me why. Like, what, what you do People is. People have been waiting forever for this, and it's the first Animal Crossing with HD graphics. I never even heard of Animal it. Crossing until like a week ago. What? Yes. What rock do you live on? I, I must live in the sun because I've never heard of it. So, and, and from what I can tell, you don't really do anything. Like, well, that's the point. Well, well why you would go, I play a game without objective? You go around, you collect, you like build your town, you get people to move in, and you plant like flowers and get new clothes and upgrade your house. 
you know these yeah, are things that you do in real life, right? I just want, yeah, just want to be clear. You go fishing. Uh-huh. You capture butterflies and sell them. All right, my, my Milena Boomer is going to come out right now. Here's the thing. It's anytime addictive. I Anytime I play a video game, I want to play to escape. This that's is what this is. That's not escaping. That's doing shit that I do in real life. Bruh. I'd rather actually go fishing. I'd rather actually oh my plant my God. garden. Oh, my God. You're so fucking As I said, my millennial boomer When's the last time you went outside? Out, uh, today. And what'd you do? Got some chipotle. And then did what? <laughs> well, I... You didn't fish for that the, food, the did you? Day you is didn't young. go out there yes, and make I'm that fish food on a farm. Yeah, some chipotle chicken. Exactly. Um, no, but like the, 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 that's not the point. I want to play a game that is um, not something I can do in reality. You know what Bruh. I mean? This game, dude. Okay, let, let, let me. I'm just trying to take all kinds of heat. For let this, me but. just say this: mm-hmm. if if you play the game, mm-hmm. and then you can tell me what you think. Okay, I don't is have a switch, so I can't play it. Well, but then it looks like you're gonna have to get one. <laughs> I'll have to look at some YouTube gameplay, but it just doesn't. Uh... It's addictive, man. I like Whatever. it. I don't know. I don't know. I have to travel to different islands and go on vacations. I also understand my hypocrisy with enjoying SimCity and enjoying Sims. So I, I get that I'm being a little bit weird. But I, at the same time, I just, t- today, in my life today, I don't know. So speaking I of do. something like this, too, yep. it's the game actually is in real time. So the time, like right now, yeah. is the exact time in the game. Big deal. And the same day and uh-huh. everything. So it is. So you are literally playing yeah. another reality instead of actually living. Yeah. <laughs> you are making the case worse. <laughs> and like, and like when you when you go to mail something, like if I was to mail something to my girlfriend, uh, we live in the same town. You actually live in the same house in real life. You don't have to well, mail anything. Well, we to live her. in the same town. Yeah, in I'm just, I'm just, I'm just we have down different your... houses in Animal Crossing. I understand. However. Um, somehow the characters know that the other people live in town know that, I don't know how they know that they're like, Oh, well you guys must know everything about each other. It's like, spyware. well, how did you know that? Spyware. Well, anyway, <laughs> when you go to mail something, it literally doesn't get to the ne- the person until the next day. Just like real life too. This is so dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being a hater in right now. Same but this is so stupid. Oh, the store is only open from eight to ten. So you are things shut down in the game like they are in real life? No, no there's no there's no. no quarantine going on. No, not quarantine. Well, they don't have anything. They didn't go like full that. real life then. Spiders chase you and you get stung by bees, but that's about it. Wow, I I can say with supreme confidence that I will not be found playing this game. You should, man. It's good. I'll look. There's I'll give a it a chance, why. but I really don't think this, this is, is up not, my alley. This game is not overhyped. It's actually that good. Okay. Well, it must. Somebody's. I mean, clearly the the majority love it. So I, I I can't really say much otherwise. But just doesn't sound like my thing. Up next for my number five is my favorite video game in general of all time. This is Dungeon Keeper Two.
so this game is literally my favorite game, bar none, and there's a lot of reasons for it. I don't know. You would have to tell me, Ian, what kind of genre this would be, but you are... I've never played it. No, I'm going to explain it. Uh, so you are you are the devil. And well, you, I am that in real life. Mm, anyway. Me too. You are the devil, and you fight God, right? Okay. And um, you own a dungeon, and it's an underground dungeon. You build the dungeon just by mining it, but you mine it from an aerial perspective. You don't mine it like Minecraft, okay? Okay. And you have creatures. You can actually play this game on PC right now. I have it. Oh, I play it all the time. Absolutely. And uh, you build different rooms, right? And each room will spawn a new creature. For example, if I build a library, then warlocks will spawn out of your dungeon heart. Mm-hmm. If I build a... Um, oh, what is there? The archery... Or the training room, you'll get both salamanders and elves. So, like you, you build your army and you fight the the enemy, God, the angels, and and the and the knights and all that that are across the way in the dungeon. Um, and it gets really intense, and 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 the more levels you go, and it's just so much fun. I cannot explain it any better than that. And when you go and you and you win, the your your devil guy comes into the game. Did the they game. ever make uh, newer versions? No. So one, Dungeon Keeper 1 was like really shitty graphics. That's why it got no traction. People just don't like it. And then 2 came out in, it was uh, Bethesda, I want to say. Um, or Blizzard. It was one of those two. It sounds like... Uh, I think it was Bethesda. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it came out in 1999, I think. Um, just, just a phenomenal game. I cannot say enough good things about it. If you like games where you, you are built amassing a, an army of, of evil minions to fight the good guys, like the twisted thing like that, it's similar to Diablo in a lot of aspects. Um, but, uh, it's, it's just so good. I, I, I don't know. And even this music, this is just the opening music for the game. The music in the actual gameplay is all Gregorian chants. Like those all... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, not the goddamn Mongolians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like 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 the, the, the Christian church yeah, type yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, but it's really Castlevania dope. Shit. Yeah, it's just, it's just such a cool, immersive... Even the narrator, the dungeon narrator, has this like really deep voice. He's like... I didn't even want to do it because it's like, so let's, it let's hear your no, impression. Not doing it. Let's hear it, man. This no. is your favorite game. Let's that, hear your impression. That's okay. Real quick. <laughs> He's just like, You've been a great dungeon keeper. Build your this and this to spawn this guy. I don't know. It's not very, it's, it's way cool. Please, 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 <laughs> if you're listening to this, go to YouTube, type in Dungeon Keeper 2, watch the gameplay. You will be extremely impressed. It is on Steam, so you can buy it. Um, I don't know. I'm like obsessed fanboy with this type of game, so yeah, I would recommend you play it too. I think you'd have a blast. I really do. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of how I have you too feel many games I'm playing Animal right Crossing. now. <laughs> I have too many games I'm playing right now. That's fair. All that's right. fair. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It's number five because, as amazing as the game is, the music. You'll see why. My number two and one and stuff. You'll understand in a minute. So that's my number five. Ian, we are down to number four for you. So what is your number four? Oh, my number four. Let's see. I think it's going to be World of Warcraft.
Yeah, I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> this is so fucking. Let's epic. just go to your yeah. <laughs> no, dude. No, listen, I got things to say about this game because I I uh, when did this come out? We were I was 2004. in two thousand four. Oh, I was still in middle school then. Um, remember getting it and just instant addiction, just instant. Like the fact that it was. What I don't know what you'd even call MMORPG. It's MMO, yeah. Yeah, so you you just interact with people around the world and and come up with clans and and different classes and. and I don't even think people. we need to give a description on this game, dude. Everybody, if you don't know what World of Warcraft is, yeah, then true. are you even like human? Uh, have you seen the movie? I've never seen no, the movie. No, but I heard mixed reviews. I've heard, yeah. What I will maybe, say is, maybe is if it's on online, I'll watch it. That South Park episode about World of Warcraft, oh, fucking was epic, hilarious. Yeah. The dude that's just leaned back in his computer, like kicking all their uh, asses, and he goes and gets the sword and shit. That shit was great. I was never good at this game. I really wasn't. I was. I was always really bad at amassing different resources for myself. And I'm stupid good at these type of games, okay. but that's because I've been playing MMOs probably since I was six with okay. my dad. Fair so. enough. Yeah, it's a yeah. great game. People still play this? Fuck yeah. Mm. I still I played it up until about four months ago. I finally was like, nope. They and there's people online stupid that sti- still stupid. Doing... Yeah, but a lot of people quit recently because okay. it's just... But I don't know. We'll see what they come out with the new Shadowlands expansion, sure. what happens, but sure. fuck it. Um, It's actually so addicting that Dave Chappelle had to, to take a break from gaming in general because he, he was no longer being productive member of society because he couldn't stop playing this yep. so yeah if you don't know what this is please do some research because it's, it's it's me with it's, sea a, of thieves. it's definitely a, a generational game i would say for sure so anything else to add man uh, yeah no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay well i'm on to number four this is also a generational game for my generation this is n64 So anybody born from 1985 to 1995, I guess, would understand that this game was just extreme nostalgia. Not me. Yeah, I don't really understand that because this this game came out in 97. I don't like this game. What? You just don't like it at all? Nope. Why? <laughs> Trash. But <laughs> why? You got to substantiate that. I just don't fucking like it. I don't know. I just, just don't like the like, gameplay. I never liked I just, it yet. Uh, okay. The whole thing. Oh, this is by far one of the best first-person shooters of all time. You couldn't aim up and down. So that was bullshit. It, it had its kinks, but again, 1997. This is an early-on game. Like this is this is literally. I don't know. It might be one of the first person, the first first-person shooters ever. Doom, Duke Nukem. Yeah. Duke Nukem's not first-person shooter. Yeah, I don't think yes, so. I think it's third person. 
It's first. It's first. I have to look at that again. I have to um, play, play, yeah. Okay, but yes, Goldeneye, amazing. That soundtrack is incredible. They essentially took the movie soundtrack of James Bond and made it better, if that's possible, because we all know James Bond's soundtrack is just an iconic composition. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge Goldeneye fan for N64. I have it. I used to play as a kid. Uh, I used to play a couple of my friends. Hell, uh, uh, for, uh, the current Cavs player, Larry Nance Jr., we were childhood friends, and I would play him in it. Uh, shit, just uh, amazing. This along in that era with NBA jams, that's all I needed. That's literally all I needed to get by. Um, and I didn't own this game as a kid because my parents were a little bit more strict than other parents, and I just couldn't have couldn't have my James Bond game on N64. I had my Pokemon Snap. I had my... Uh, uh, oh, come on, snap. You remember God that damn. Hell, that I, I, I have it. Yeah. Right now. That's fun. That's a fun game. That's a fun game. I still got my gold my gold edition N64, all the controllers. Beautiful. I got the game. Oh, hell yeah. I will say, so I was talking about this the other day. My wife does not play games, except for two. One she's really good at and one she's really bad at. The one she's really bad at is Fusion Frenzy on Xbox. It's a, a gold, or it's the platinum edition. You can play it on all consoles, even though it was original. The one she's a monster at is Mario Tennis for N64. Oh, my she God. She slaughters any competition. They have Mario Tennis for Switch. And I've Mario Tennis! Yeah, I've been uh, thinking dude. about buying it. Yes, do it. Dude, oh, I love that game. Love it, love it, love it. Um, what do you honestly, fucking do? Play tennis? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, but it's not. It's hard. It's not easy at all. Like it's not just like you press A to hit it back and forth. Like you got to do a bunch of maneuvering and shit. It's and each character has their pros and cons. Like if you're Bowser, you're a heavier guy, so you're it's harder to move around the the court. But you probably hit it. Oh, like a you monster. hit it a monster. Yeah, that's why I always like to be Toad because Toad was agile. You know, he wouldn't hit it really hard, but he was agile. So you got to think about those things when you're when you're playing. Um, Mario Kart obviously is an N64 classic too. Um, I could go out on a rabbit hole with N64. In my opinion, it's probably, I'd probably say it's my favorite console. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, where are you at number three for you, Ian? What is your number three? Halo Combat Evolved PC. problem with somebody online you know where i told him to meet me <laughs> i said meet me with your pistol and hang him high okay uh, that's all you need to know fair enough that and death island the death island wall glitch so my favorite map in halo original combat evolved combat evolved i'm Thank sorry you. yes was the one where you there's like two sides on like spaceships and there's space in the middle do you oh, remember that one yeah 
So like, and I would always do rockets and snipers only. So fun. F- <laughs> this is funny you brought that up. Uh, I can't remember what they call that map, but I. Didn't I they came out the Halo Master Chief Collection, yes. and we just played that map like last week for the first time and ever, me and a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I had like 40 kills of snipers. Yeah. We were doing snipers, and every, I was like just like murdering people. I'm like, God damn, forgot, forgot like how good I was at this. Because sure. I, I probably have thousands and thousands of hours on this on PC. Because it's all I used to play, like literally every day. Yeah. This is the only game I played for like two years. What's the second map that's... I don't think that's multiplayer. I think that's campaign. The one with the beach. The beach. Oh, Death Island. Is that what that is? Yeah, and then you could, that's what I'm talking about, the wall glitch. Like, you can go outside. If you go all the way out in the the ocean, there was a certain spot, and if you sat there with a ghost and someone else, they could push you through the map, and then there's a way you could pull them through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was. uh, And you can go for miles. That that. was my. That was definitely. uh, That was my first game on Xbox, for sure. That's why I bought Xbox. I know that you're talking about computer version, but um, literally would have been a PlayStation guy if it wasn't for Halo. So thank you, Halo, for doing that. Because, again, when you make a sci-fi game, especially a first-person shooter game, you have to be very careful with your aesthetic. Everything has to work out well. If you make it too cheesy, it's not going to last. If you make it too boring, you know, everything. It was perfect. Yeah, everything, Everything all the ingredients. was perfect, man. Bungie killed it, as usual, so... Props to them. Um, my number three, as I got to look here, my number three is Doom 2016, specifically Rip and Tear. Shit goes so Makes hard. Makes me want to play fucking Doom, man. So uh, fucking yeah. hard. That's uh, Mick Gordon composing all of the Doom soundtracks from the beginning all the way up to the new one that just came out, Doom Eternal, which all the soundtracks sound like that. They're yeah. genty, metal, down-tuned, crazy, fast-paced, because you're killing zombies the whole time. You need that shit, you know? Mm. Um, and actually, when this one came out, this specific song at... Uh, uh, E3, I think it was, he performed it live with Matt Halpern on drums from Periphery. Really? So how fucking dope. It's just it's so fucking cool. And actually, I was just talking to Danny Coleman about this. We were talking about our favorite soundtracks, and this one's just incredible. You, you know, as a metal fan, I'm like, it just balls to the wall, man. So, um, And like I said, Doom Eternal just came out like last week, and that one's got like, that's these are like seven-string guitars. That one's got eight-string guitars tuned down to like drop double D, drop E, like the crazy shits, like, don't know, don't know, it's like, Base melting stuff, so I, you know, I, I couldn't. Uh, Maybe I need to get that game for my PC, man. You should. Dude. I'm sure it looks fucking crazy. Yes, Doom Eternal. 
is the brand new one. It looks amazing. I actually listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. He had the the creator of it on the podcast, and they talked about it the whole time, and it was really inf- uh, informative. Uh, so. so I think NVIDIA just came out with a GPU update for that game because I do have an update that's waiting to be done. But anyway, yeah, maybe I should get it because I'm sure mm-hmm. it fucking looks phenomenal. Because yep. it looks looks good on console, but hey, you know, PC <laughs> got all that VRAM. If you didn't notice, we've got Doom a just, PC elitist dude, over here. Doom just looks so good. It really does. People use it as a benchmark tester for PC yeah. stuff mm-hmm. because it just is so good mm-hmm. looking Yeah, and fast-paced. Right, and then the feel is it's not too fast, not too slow. No, and it's excellent gunplay, so it's a perfect testing mm-hmm. game. And, and listen, they have a legacy that, that has they've been able to, to benchmark off of the Quake games using Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Like it's they've yep. been able to really, really hone in and make a game that's essentially flawless as far as actual gameplay goes. So uh yeah. Doom soundtrack, I could listen to that shit in the car. Don't care. Amazing. Number two, Ian, what do we got? Halo two. Actually, my favorite Halo Two song. Yeah, the hair, the heretic, heretic man. hero, and yeah. it's got that cool like uh, industrial sounding. Yeah, like when you thing. first go into like I believe this is song when you first go in like the cave mm-hmm. thing, the, mm-hmm. that weird cave system thing, and you yeah. gotta cro- go across. Pretty like, the sure light it's bridge. on the Truth and Reconciliation map. I'm not positive. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but this song, yeah, yeah, it's lit. Halo Two, honestly. I prefer it over Halo Combat Evolved and, and as far as it Me g- too. This game. is the best multiplayer game I overall so. out of all the Halos. This one and Halo 3 are the best multiplayer. So I still Halo have a CE. weird ass story about my Halo experience. I I got Halo original, Halo CE, then I got Halo 2. And then for whatever reason in my life I skipped 3. I just didn't do it. 3 is fucking And then great. I went 4, which I think 4 is second to Halo 2 in my opinion. 3 four is awesome. 3 probably killed Halo 2 and ha- murdered Halo 4. Halo 5 is okay. 3 was the ultimate. All right. So here's all here's the deal and actually this is a funny story about about us is I never played Halo 3 until one of Brandon's LAN parties. It was a couple years ago. I was there. Yes. And, and I, I murdered everybody. Well, because <laughs> he can substantiate this story. So I uh, went on one of the computers to play, and I'd never played it before in my life, and, and I just don't, you know, I don't know, whatever. So I had a control or whatever, but I couldn't figure out how to invert it. I'm a weirdo. I use inverted controls yeah, for all my do, games. It's really weird. weird. I cannot explain why that happened. I don't know what happened, but that's just how I've always played games first-person games. Um, so I couldn't invert it, and I got wiped. I got killed. 
you know, just everybody was murdering me. And we figured out how to map it so we could invert it. It took forever to map it properly to invert it, but we did. I came in first place the next four matches. <laughs> just killed if, it. Now, if I would have had a controller there, I would have whooped your ass, but mm. I was playing a mouse and keyboard. Mm. We will have to... Uh, All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. We will... Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll challenge we're, right we're, now. We'll see. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a beast at Halo, like a monster. We'll see okay. about that. <laughs> so, but anyways, Halo 2, awesome game. I remember specifically a funny-ass anecdote about this game. When I was, because I was in 13, 14, 15, whatever, when this came out, and I was a horrible teen. I was grounded all the fucking time because I was just a, a piece of shit kid. So uh, I'd get home from the bus before anybody would get home, right? Uh, and my Xbox would be hidden and whatever. So I'd, I'd get out the little TV and I'd get out the Xbox real quick and I'd play it on Halo 2 multiplayer. I'd have my my uh, uh, microphone and everything and I'd be playing it and then I'd hear the garage door open. And I'd have to wrap all the game up real quick, wrap the console up real quick, go back and hide it and sit on the couch, pretend I was a good little boy instead of actually playing the game. Um, so I did get my gaming in despite my bad behavior. Um, so yeah, that was a fun game. Do you have anything else to say about Halo 2? Yeah, what is there to say? Not much, really. Just a sick game. Uh, so, all right, uh, my number two, and it's funny because we're going Halo, Halo, Halo. My number two is the Halo 2 theme, the Majolner mix. When you add the, the the shredding guitar with that, it's just perfect. Um, that song in particular inspired a couple of different tunes I made while I was Akuma doing uh, Halo themes, Halo uh, hard style, Halo trap, all the cool Halo themes that I did. I love when those those tribal drums come in, those toms. You know, it's just such an epic sound design so we've said so much about halo i don't even really know there's anything else to say i just that's probably my favorite theme when they add the guitars and stuff to it would you say the same hell yeah all right cool all right what is your number one sir sea of thieves no surprise
Hell yeah. Now, if only they had, like, the shanties and shit. Like, you know, what's cool about this game is you actually have instruments in the game. They have a lot of different in instruments, and you play the actual no shanties and songs in the boat. That's cool. It's like someone, like, you can have, like, four people on a ship, right? They have, like, a little banjo guitar you can play. Someone play the drum, mm -hmm. and then someone will play, like, this accordion, and then they got this weird thing that, like, you turn, and it has strings. I don't know how it works. Okay. It's cool because the more people that play the instruments, it adds more elements to the songs. Okay. Which is really, like, so innovative you... and fucking cool, like, from a music sound design standpoint. I know you've recommended this game to me in the past, and I should play it. Is it on computer only? It's on Xbox okay. and PC. Okay. You play it on PC, I assume. Yep. Okay. Yep, and it is cross-play. So um, what do you do? What is the objective in the game? Besides playing instruments. Sailing around, you dig loot, you kill skeletons, you can do tall tales. Multiplayer campaign. You can kill megalodon sharks, you can kill krakens that come out and try to swallow your bo boat. All right. Yeah, there's, it's, you basically get to choose what you want to do. I mean, you can it just seems sail to be around a for the theme fuck theme with your games. You like free-form games. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Um, But my girlfriend and I, oh my God, we have... A lot of fucking time in this game. A lot I of have time. No doubts. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's really cool because you get to play it with um, other people, and it's a really intimate game because you sail around together all in one boat. Are you okay? So you you, like you don't island. like choose your pirate? Legion? No, you do. Okay. Well, you're working up to be a pirate legend, essentially. So are you, and you're you're going to be a pirate, you're not going to be a privateer, you're not going to be like an English... Uh, no, you could choose like what your okay. pirate looks like. But you, you have um, to be a pirate, though. You can't be like a, like a military, like, an, like a British military vessel. No, okay. no, no. It's, you That's who you choose. fight. You I'm fight trying like, to see like how historical this is, or if it's just pirates it's fighting It's not pirates. historical. Okay. It's not historical. It's totally fiction. Okay. Um, but it's really cool because it can be as chill... It's it is what you make it. Yeah, sure, sure. And I, a lot of people don't like it. I love it. I play the shit out of it. It makes me really, really, really mad sometimes. Really, really mad. <laughs> but the best uh, games I always do, come though. back. Let's be real. Oh yeah, it, it just probably means I like it a lot. Yeah. But it does certain things that really dick me over when I work hours <laughs> on something, and then uh. it's like. Boom, here's a crack and it's going to swallow your shit. And hole. usually it's honestly though, that's when I put the game down because when I work hours and hours on something and then something like that goes down, oh, I yeah. put the game down and I go I put it down. I just wasted days. 3 hours and I have nothing to show for it. Let's go do something outside or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean, oh yeah, because it it, it yeah. makes sometimes it really makes my blood boil. But what I like about this game in particular too, other than the fact the sound design is so cool and then you get to play your instruments and shit, but like um, the devs give weekly updates and they are very, very engaged with people. That's they cool. do giveaways, they do when live did this come streams. Out? Came out two years ago. Okay. Actually, last weekend they just had their second anniversary. And when the game came out, it was trash. It was god awful. There wasn't mm -hmm. anything to do, but the devs fixed it and made it into this fucking amazing awesome. game that it wasn't before. Sure. And Good um, on them. it actually is made by Rare who made Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. So and everybody knows what that is, mm -hmm. obviously. So, okay. That's cool. And you know what amazes me as I'm sitting here thinking how many people there are in the world because 
all of these games, let's let's be real, there are games that are on my list and games on your list that are not the most popular games. I'm not talking about the Animal Crossings. There are some games that this, are just this... not popular, but they still have a a dedicated oh this game has a cult of people a cult that log following. on every day and play so you yep. always have people to play yeah and it's cool because you get you ran in you run into random people all the time and their your in game chat always works so you can talk to mm-hmm. other people on the boats and make alliances or you can sink them and steal their shit yeah it's very um just about like who you run into and the right. choices it's but, just cool that there's enough people in the world to make all these games continue to last and and like one of the games i've been really into lately is magic the gathering arena i've been playing that on computer constantly and it's an older game but people are on there in droves all the time they have new competitions and all things so good on developers for keeping the games going good on people for continuing to play games that a lot of times you would see people just not online anymore in the past Mm -hmm. um so uh (laughs) my number one is Morrowind Elder Scrolls 3. So we were just saying, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Three, in my opinion, is the best Elder Scrolls game out there. Um, a lot of Skyrim fans are going to be triggered by that, but I also understand that a lot of Skyrim players have never played the other Elder Scrolls games. They just haven't done it. So the relevance is limited because they don't really know what the other games are like. I think Elder Scrolls Three is the best because it's way more RPG. It's way more involved. It's what, more gritty. Yeah. It's generally more gritty. It's like dark and like... Uh, it's the same thing in The Witcher. The yeah. Witcher's dark as hell. It's gritty. Mm. There's a lot more shit going on. You get more story and a 30-second side quest in The Witcher than you do in the entirety of the Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think Morrowind is kind of just raw to the point. Uh, a lot to do, just way more immersive. Yep. First person is just so much better. Um, I enjoy Elder Scrolls Three, and it's really funny because I played the very first Elder Scrolls game ever made. Most people don't know this. This was the first game I ever played in my entire life, and it was in 1995, and it's called Daggerfall. Oh God, classic! That's like yes. uh, that's made by. Same people who made Neverwinter Nights, right? I wouldn't know. I don't know. Oh, All I know is when my mom started dating my stepdad, went to his place, he had a little computer room, and he was playing a game. I was like, what is this? He said, oh, it's Daggerfall. And the graphics mm-hmm. are awful. It's first person. You're essentially just stabbing somebody, going around a cave, stabbing people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But it's the first game I ever played. So I've always had an affinity for this whole series because OG been there from the start. And... Um, 
so I can confidently say that Morrowind Elder Scrolls 3 is the best Elder Scrolls game to date. Skyrim didn't scratch my itch either. I just it's just not not something that I I played it. I gave it a shot. Was not remotely the same. I don't know if they changed developers or no same developers. Just they just missed. Uh, they whiffed. Uh, decided in their recent years to just quit putting the energy in it. I, I don't guess. know because it's a popular game. Look so out, people Fallout. Like it, look out, look out, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, trash. Yep, yep. That you one know. got a lot. And of New Vegas heat. was fucking great. Was it? And that was in the same time period as um, Morrowind. Not very long after. Then everything since yeah. then is kind of um, just Gone lacking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's more of the instant gratification. Well, I think if if you want to have if you want to go to another developer that's doing a lot better right now, I would check out CD Projekt Red. They're okay. the people that are making Cyberpunk twenty twenty two or whatever it is um, called. Yeah. Um, and they made all the Witcher stuff, and they have a couple other projects of RPG stuff that mm. that's what they do. And there's just so much more time, just yeah. general time you can see they spend. I think mean, Skyrim was good for the basic girls that like to stream on Twitch and look all cute, you know? Yeah. Not for a true RPG gamer like What I like me. out of these games, what I like to get out of these games are two things. I on I constantly need goals. I constantly need something to yeah. strive for. That's number one. Number two, I love personalization. Something as simple as in Elder Scrolls Three, when you start, you start as a nobody, and you go through this like little class. They give you trivia questions to hit develop your personality, and that yeah. decides what your class is going to be, and then it decides what your race is going to be, and what weapons you have. They do the same so, thing in uh, New Vegas. Okay, Fallout New Vegas. Okay, same, so that's same I concept. love that shit because it's personal. Yeah. Rather than oh here we go we start I'm not even gonna do first person anymore I'm gonna it's do just third cliche. person. Just, yeah. It's just cliche. It's just cliche. Oh you you know here's a, oh yeah you're gonna battle a dragon or hey there's a bomb drop now you're starting from the vault again <laughs> and it's like yeah and then the like Skyrim's whole story falls around this dragon dude yeah there's nothing else I mean no. it's like it's the most cliche cookie cutter shit to me that's why I could never just I it just never appealed yep I agree so that wraps up our list let us know if you agree disagree if there's something we missed that you think we should have added um, again as usual hit us up on all of our socials Facebook Twitter yada yada all things music podcast uh, we are on Apple Music Spotify uh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please rate us five stars. Um, also, we are on a bunch of other third-party um, podcasting websites. So if you have a different podcasting app, there's a good chance uh, you could find us. You can even find us at Google Podcast if you'd like. So uh, please subscribe if you like what you heard. As far as upcoming plans, you know, we are kind of at a gridlock here because of everything else in the world is at a gridlock. With that being said, we have a very special guest coming on in a couple of weeks who is a quote-unquote big wig in the entertainment industry to talk about how the entertainment industry is being affected by all of this and give us really a behind-the-scenes look at what they're doing right now to remedy this and maybe what they're doing to make sure this doesn't happen again as far as everything being postponed, delayed, people losing money, etc., different kinds of uh, uh, backups for situations like this, because as you and I know, this is a very unprecedented time. Um, so we have that to look forward to. 
And we will kind of take it one day at a time. As soon as things open back up, it will help us create more content. Um, if you are bored, we have all of our episodes, past episodes up on iTunes and Spotify. You can check out our other countdown, genre countdowns we've done. We did, like I said, metal. We did country, rap, pop, our guilty pleasures, we did EDM. We did some really cool tool countdowns. We've had really great interviews with Escape the Fate, the Acacia Strain, um, who else am I missing here? Oh, Wage War. Um, we did our Louder Than Life last year. We interviewed Guar, uh, Anti Flag, uh, uh, all these guys here, Phil Ensemble the, and the Illegals, et cetera, et cetera. So go down our catalog. If you get bored, listen to a lot of our episodes. You'll have a good time. And uh, as always, we're out. Yeah.